You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Adwokdom. This is Murps. Hello. Um, wow, I look terrible. Wow. Yeah, how much sleep have you gotten? Uh, not, not much at all. Like not, not I, I just remember a message where you're like, I'm going to try to sleep for an hour this afternoon after being up for 24. I'm like, oh, that's going to do a lot. The one hour nap. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at personally. But Arena is looking better than I look. Not that Arena is great right now. It's just because I look terrible. And Arena was terrible, terrible before. I think Arena looked worse than you look right now. And now it, it probably looks a little better than how you look right now. But it's it's it, it, it still has problems, right? Like, we're going to say a lot of good things about what's going to happen, what's happened to the Arena. Um, but um, make no mistake, we're not in a balanced meta. Like, just prefacing all that. And it's not going to be a balanced meta. So what happened was, a few days ago, um, they, they finally did the, uh, the hotfix. It was a hotfix that came after the official big patch. So the big patch came, and then, like, the day after or something, they made the arena hotfix. And the hotfix did one really, 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 really important thing. Malignant Horror is now no longer draftable. It's gone. Yeah. You can discover it, but you can't draft it anymore. Immediately, two things happened. One, Death Knight win rate started plummeting because you've made one of the top cards of the class undraftable. Two, and this is what was really interesting uh, to me, not like interesting, but it, it's better than the Death Knight win rate plummeting, uh, is facing Death Knights is no longer a super bad feeling. Even if they still win way more than they should. Because remember, Death Knights don't do stuff. Like, we kept saying this when Death Knight was launching. They do very normal stuff. Death Knight is like, choose your own adventure in the draft. But all the adventures are the existing classes. The only resource that they have available that other people don't, the only, like, thing was that corpses mechanic, which horror, like, totally abused. Uh, and which the other, like, uh, the other use of corpses cards are... They're designed for constructed. So you'll almost always have the corpses, not on curve but soon thereafter for all the other cards. And then you just end up with a ton of corpses and you're not like in a, a corpse deficit. So those cards are just like slightly more powerful than they should be cards. And that's it. Yeah, I, well, when you say that's it, if you look at the numbers uh, on HS Replay, Death Knight right now is sitting at 57.2%, um, which is still way too high for any healthy meta if any class is above 55 percent uh that means it is extraordinarily dominant still um so death knight is still a problem once again we, we talked about this before this is not a malignant horror problem it is a mm -hmm. death knight problem right this wasn't just like oh in a meta in which you take out ramming mount but hunter is still really good no no, no. hunter was like you know it it, it it's a mediocre slash bad class that if they hit this one card, you can't deal with it, right? Same thing with, like, Bloodseeker for Hunter. I like using Hunters because, 
you you guys know I love hunters, and they've they've gotten some individually powerful cards, but the class is still shit. Like for for years and years now. We can we can talk about hunter afterwards. Because yeah. The other thing that this uh, hotfix did was it buffed hunter and warrior, and uh, hunter's looking a lot better than warrior right now in the win rates. At least. Well, warrior, by the way, guys, is no longer the last class. They're not even close to the last class. Paladin mm-hmm. is two percent lower than warrior. Yep. Paladin, Paladin's been like that since before the patch. So they hit Paladins hard, and Matt London on Twitter even admitted, he's like, yeah, I think we hit Paladin a little bit too hard. Understandable. Stuff happens, right? Um, I don't think anybody is particularly too sad about it. I don't think anyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, poor Paladins. Like, they- I miss 5-5 five, five Dragons for free. Yeah, the way that they won before as well was really dumb. Like, it was, it was in the way that people hate Paladins the most, which is uh, really unfair feeling buffs uh and also essentially free dragons that give an insane amount of tempo um the the, the absolute dumbest ways yeah, to win yeah. yeah so i think people um, are absolutely fine with that yeah and and get bringing it back to to death knight that 57.2 percent win rate is just where it is right now it's been about 72 hours since the uh hot fix has come in it'll probably go not done done it's gonna go down yeah more. yeah it'll it probably go down through. a little bit but Essentially, because I have seen this as well, and um, uh, uh, some people think that it is just a malignant horror problem. Some people are also, you know, they see, and I'm not saying, look, you you guys are smarter than this, right? I'm hoping you guys, if you're listening to this, you're smarter than this. Um, Wherever it ends up, you can just bet 100% that it's still going to show that Death Knights are still a problem. If you just play against Death Knight still, you know that they are still a problem. So it's great that they got rid of that, right? It's great that they got rid of that. But let's not sort of be happy about this. And I've also seen See, kind of like... I, I disagree with that. I disagree that if you play against Death Knights right now, you'll know that they're a problem. They actually feel really fair to play against if you don't notice that all their cards are better than yours. <laughs> like, if you just ignore the fact... That all of their cards are, like, a little better than yours. They feel fine to play against. Like, you know what I mean. Like, there's... Uh, it's the oh, arena, God. right? Like, some people just have better decks than you. And especially if you're a good player, most people have better decks than you. That's how the whole entire system works. Is you defeat people with better and better and better decks, right? Um, you also face against better and better and better players. But if you're a really good player, you're... The vast majority of your games are played against decks better than yours. Just the vast majority mm. of the games. And... To differentiate a really, really insanely good Death Knight deck from a really, really insanely good, like, Shaman deck is, I don't know, it's, I didn't feel that much. Like, I think the -the on-the-ground feelings, which is the big part, right? Because we kept talking about, like, Malignant Horror is not even the highest win rate uh, card in Death Knight. It was never the highest win rate card in Death Knight. It was just high and should have been lowered, and now it got totally banned. But the, the problem was the feeling. And the problem was the runaway with the gameness of the whole thing. And the problem is that every single deck has a whole bunch of them because it's common and no runes. And so every single game feels the same and it's all about Death Knight. In fact, I mean, it's all about Malignant Horror. In fact, after they banned Horror, there was a post on Arena HS. This got downvoted to hell, which I thought was funny. But it was basically a guy asking, hey, how do you win now with Death Knight after Malignant Horror is banned? What's the win condition now? Like, oh, just some guy trying one. to really figure out how to win with the best class in the, in the game still. Um, and everybody was like, what do you mean? Your class has the best cards out of all the classes. Like, it's, you just play the game and then you win. Like, you don't have to do anything. Like, but, but that's how warping of the game Malignant Horror is. And that's gone. 
the game is no longer warped. So you just have a more powerful class than the other classes. This sounds like I'm saying like, oh, you only have the big problem instead of the other big problem. But having additional power in one class makes class balance bad, but it makes your experience in the arena a lot better, especially if that class is not weird. And Death Knight is the most normal class. It's actually the amalgamation of all the classes. So for Death Knight to be on top in the arena right now, you don't feel like, for example, if Warrior's on top and they have a bunch of dragon stuff and they, uh, they, uh, I, mean, I want to say Whirlwind, not Whirlwind, the Echoing card. I'm, I'm forgetting uh, about that card, but the Echoing card that deals uh, damage to everything on the board and basically wipes the board. Like, you have a very different warp meta. If you have, uh, if you're facing the Hunter meta and you're summoning three, three, three wolves on turn five every single game, you have a very warped meta. Those, like, if you're facing a priest that's overpowered, right? That's a priest. They are always bad. So those things ruin your arena experience. Death Knight doesn't have anything anymore on, that are, that is common. No common cards in Death Knight right now is in the experience ruiner by feelings category. So what Murphs is talking about the problem is that, yes, obviously, if you're going to pick a class, Death Knight will give you like a 5% win rate above the next class still because you can't balance it. We're not in standard. But the bad feeling that you can notice and warps the entire meta around it, that's gone. So, yeah, you get up high, you're going to see a lot of Death Knights. But no, you don't have to draft with Death Knights in mind. You don't have to, like, be, oh, another Death Knight. When you see a Death Knight now, you go, oh, a Death Knight. I wonder what he's going to do. Because you don't know. Because the Death Knight does a lot of things. So the meta, feeling-wise, has improved so much. Even if you look at the win rate, Death Knight win rate is down maybe 2% from, like, 59.5 to 57.2. And it'll probably settle around 56% win rate. Um, for, for, for those who are looking at the stats, uh, Malignant Horror is still quote unquote drafted. Um, it's just in by, by their stats in, uh, about 4.5% of decks and it used to be 18%. So we've gone through more than three quarters of the, of the existing decks that, and so now more than three quarters of Death Knight decks that you see will not have Malignant Horrors, but some still will. Um, and these stats are, are trailing. So they will they will catch up and that win rate will go down. Um, but anyway, that's just what I, I wanted to bring it back to Death Knight because that's the main focus of of the the patch. Uh, sorry, of the hotfix, and it did work. Like I think it did so much work. Yeah, I mean it definitely did work, right? Like it it got rid of a card that was it was that powerful. It was that frustrating. Um, I'm just hoping that this is not kind of. The end, and I also anticipate many future problems with, with <laughs> death, death knights. Um, really stemming from this cool rune draft system, yeah. which is very cool. But look, anything cool comes with responsibilities, and uh, it's tough. It's really tough. Like the more you want stuff to be complex and fun and 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 challenging and skill testing, the tougher it is going to be to balance. That's just kind mm-hmm. of how it is. Yeah, but once we go to the standard meta, I think it's going to be mostly fine. Like you're going to be back within the range where offering odds adjustments can actually bring Death Knight down to below fifty percent if they want it. Um, it's just not possible in Wild. 
And uh, the next meta they said was standard. And I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen soon because we're about hitting that mini set time. Uh, I don't think it's going to be next week, but maybe the week after um, the mini set will come out. And you know how they do mini sets. They kind of just drop it all on you and they're like launching in two days. Uh, so we'll, we'll see when that actually happens. But whenever that happens, the meta will all change again and it will be a standard meta. That's also why I thought this patch was like terribly timed. Like it came out on the 19th. We were in this meta for more than four weeks. Like, we were in this meta for like five, for more than five weeks, actually. Like, why? Why couldn't you have done this before you went on break? Why, why did you nerf, uh, Death Knights, um, and then exempt Malignant Horror from the Offering Odds nerf? Like, this was all, like, like, the more you reflect on it, right? And we just didn't play during this time because it was so bad, but the more you reflect on it, the more, like, this, this right here, was the worst decision by far that this team has made. And there's no real excuse for it because it was foreseeable, um, you know, after the adjustments, not, uh, maybe not before launch. It was really foreseeable before launch too. But given the benefit of the doubt, you never know. You're doing a lot of changes. But after launch of the, of the expansion, you see all these cards, you see how they interact, you knew what was going to happen. So why was the first round of changes exempting Malignant Horror specifically? And why did it take five weeks to hotfix it out? Like, I, I don't know that we'll get answers to any of these questions, but that was a huge ball drop. Yeah, it certainly made the meta very unbearable. And with these sorts of with these sorts of complaints, I think you always want to think about like, was this predictable? Oh yeah, it's very predictable, right? I think anybody who looked at anybody who looked at the patch notes and looked at the changes and then saw the buff to malignant horror, <laughs> I think in media was like, oh no, no, no. Like this is this is bad. This is real bad. So in terms of predictability, this was very, very easy to predict, which th- th- that's that's the really unfortunate part of this. Because look, stuff has happened before and stuff will happen in the future in which it, it might be a little bit hard to tell, right? It might be a little bit hard to tell. Or like, you know, a bug happens that nobody really mm-hmm. predicts. Sure, whatever. But this was very predictable, which is really what made it disappointing. Yep. All right. So let's talk about the meta because now we have the actual meta to play in. Like, I cannot overstate how much more playable the meta is now than it was before this hotfix even though death knight is still going to be more than 55 percent win rate by the end of this most likely like it may look like an unbalanced meta and if you're picking the class it is an unbalanced meta you should pick death knight uh but if you're just in the meta as any class outside of paladin uh trying to make a, a go of it uh it will feel like a normal meta and that is something that i didn't even think you could do like I don't think that was possible in this wild uh, rotation, so I think we're in a we're we're, we're in a good spot now. There's only going to be a week or two left of this before uh, the the mini set, but uh, enjoy while it lasts. This is how the meta should have been from like week two onward. It should have been like this, and it could have been like this. And I think without the holidays, we may have gotten an extra two three weeks of uh, a good meta, but uh, that that delay. Um, anyway, uh, so. The meta is, I, 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 I'm trying to find the word for it. I, I want to say like normal, 
That's probably the best way to describe this meta. There's a lot of these, like, little combos that go in between the undead combos and the other... Like, there, you can now see... You can basically now see why they picked the wild cess that they picked to put in. Because everything's supporting everything, and you get these fun little interactions. And the, uh, the, the wild sets that were picked are now shining through in supporting... Uh, this new set and you can see the game designer behind the thing being like yeah this will be cool with this this will work with this and all these little synergies come into play for you for your opponent and it's fun especially in the beginning when you don't you know, know it but like the back of your hand you'll see it, it it's, it's great to figure out um, and it's impactful on the game and the result of the game because everything else has gotten to be so normal you cannot, this is still a very anti-smork uh, meta, uh, unless you're Death Knight, um, because there's just so many ways to, to stop that, and there's so many ways to heal, and again, Death Knights are still the most powerful class, you're going to see it disproportionately, and they're the new class, so you're still going to see them disproportionately compared to the other classes, um, and they deal very well with, uh, with early aggression, so your early aggression is still not, like, functional, um, but mid-range is fine, late game is fine, every other thing, control is fine, every other thing you can think of. I mean, control, you gotta have the right deck as usual, right? But, like, everything is kind of normal. That's just the best way I could describe it. It's normal with a bunch of, like, little synergies that, that pop up all over the place, whether you're trying to draft for it or not. Um, and, uh, and it feels quite, quite fun to play in. Yeah, you definitely get the effect that the devs are trying to go for like for example um they try to load up on neutral undeads so that mm -hmm. every single class can have undead synergy benefit from undead you know do all of this stuff um and you just notice it more now because it can impact the game more because previously, if you were just facing DKs and DKs were just winning all the time doing their DK things, it doesn't... Like, you might notice that Mistress of Mixtures is an undead minion, uh, but it just doesn't have any effect because the DK is going to just win uh, a much higher percentage of the time. Uh, but now, it's like Adukta says, um, yeah, sure. Like, you will notice that Mistress of Mixtures being an undead more often because it'll have an effect more often. Um, you will be able to play a little bit more. You will be able to beat the uh, DK a little bit more often. You'll get your combos off a little bit more. So that kind of stuff is cool. Uh, you still do have DKs just be better um, in almost every single mm -hmm. way. But it is not based, like, you know, it's not just a one banner card anymore making people feel bad. It's basically everything um, all together, yeah. which I'm not saying is good. I, I don't think anybody is going to sit there and be like, oh, man, like, okay, like, let's talk about the healthiest metas of which this is one. <laughs> it's definitely not that. And one of the reasons it's so unhealthy right now, still, like even though I, like I, everything's pretty normal, is that the the card that's dominating everything right now is Nerubian Vizier, which it was before, because people who are not Death Knights have access to it too. And like Merv said, uh, all the undeads are, are here, right, supporting it, and it is insane with undead support. So Nerubian Vizier is right now the neutral card at fifty five point three percent win rate, which is um, really high. The next highest card, let's put it this way, the next highest card that was not in the current set, in the new set, right? The next highest old set card 
was Pandaren Importer at 53.5. And this is 55.3% win rate. So that's almost 2% higher win rate. So the new set is still very, very strong. We identify Nerubi Vizier as one of the problematic cards. The other problematic cards are also here at the top. Not as, not as bad. Um, but you have uh, Silver Moon Sentinel, Silver Moon Armor, Bloody Knight is very high. So this is what I mean by all sorts of things work. When you have cards that you have to delay a lot to get value out of, like Silver Moon Sentinel, um, and it's playing on par with Bloody Knight, which is just a tempo card, and Incorporal Corporal, which is like a weird controlly tempo card, those are all around the same win rates. You have a very diverse meta of what you can do in this game, just on the neutral sets. And they're all a little bit more powerful than they should be. Like, we rated uh, Silver Moon Sentinel and Armor a very low A. And uh, we rated Bloody Knight a B. And Corporal Corporal we just missed on. Um, I think it should be, a, like, a B-plus or something. There would be Vizier A. Um, so this there's still a lot of power going in, right? So the meta is swingy partly because of the neutral set now. So even if you're looking at the Death Knight cards and they're like matching this, even when you're facing not the Death Knights, you'll find these neutral cards doing a lot of damage. And uh, they, they matter a lot now. Um, but the meta's not... Like here, here's my... Here, here's my... Uh, my uh, uh, we'll, we'll call it... Uh, the Whatever the opposite of a canary in a coal mine is. The canary that, that you know... Become, that gets revived, that becomes undead because the meta is so good, right? That rises from the dead. Um, you look at the win rate of the neutral cards, and in the top 10 neutral cards, in the top 10 neutral cards after the patch, top 10 uh, common neutral cards, right? It's a whole bunch of new set cards. But there's one old card that snuck in. There's some old cards in here too, right? Like Zombie Child's high up, but that's a good card. But there's one other old card from the, from the classic core sets that snuck in. And I'm looking at it uh, as just mage because you can't look at the win rates of everything altogether uh, because that's dominated by death knights and so it's super skewed. So I just picked a class that operates pretty normally in this meta and mage operates pretty normally in this meta. So I'm just looking at mage. Um, but uh, this card is, is pretty high in, in a bunch of classes that I checked. And it is Bloodsail Raider. Mage has no weapons. Bloodsail Raider is a croc. It's also a pirate, but they don't do anything with pirates. So it's like a croc. And a croc it's, is right now a top 10 performing common neutral card. Now, it's being drafted at like somewhere between a 5th and a 10th of the drafting rates as the other good cards. So I'm not actually saying that if it's between like a croc and what's it beating right now? A bone flinger. Literally a much, much superior croc. I'm not saying that take the Bloodsail Raider as mage over the Bone Flinger. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying this points to a healthy meta. Because it means you can make a difference in drafting by being smart enough to recognize that you need a bad 2-drop to make your deck work versus just picking the good cards. Because that's all a good, good performing Bloodsail Raider means in mage. It means the people who are smart enough, experienced enough, good enough at the game to be like, ah crap, I need a 2-drop. And just pick this two drop that is bad, are seeing a lot of success. And this does not usually happen. In most metas, your Bloodsail Raider equivalent, even though it is drafted a lot less than others, just like this, it's not gonna make your top 10. It's barely gonna crack the top 20. So that's my that's my pointer at you know what? You can do things in this meta. 
the normal meta, and you can do normal good player things and make a difference in the games, in your draft, in your actual game. You can do all that. And what blows you up, what's going to annoy you, is not going to be Death Knights anymore. I mean, you're going to be annoyed seeing the Death Knight, but nothing that Death Knight does is going to be super annoying, because they nerfed the hell out of all those cards, like uh, an offering rate. What you're going to be annoyed at is Nerubian Vizier. Uh, and the Discover stuff, which goes back to the old thing, right? Nothing new, right? It's Discover cards are too powerful in Arena, especially the new Discover cards. And uh, they do crazy things in all classes, so yeah. All right, so, oh, um, it can't be understated how much, because, look, we're talking about DKs. Um, everybody is talking about DKs. Yes, Malignant Horror being out is great. Uh, I think what's contributing a lot, actually, is Paladins being in, in the dumpster tier. Um, everybody mm. was rightfully talking about DKs, but... When they're talking about, man, I'm having a really bad time in this previous meta. Paladins contributed a decent amount to it. Whenever Paladins are good, nobody is having fun facing Paladins. Because the way that Paladins dominate a game is always really annoying and frustrating. Um, I don't think there's ever been a time in which Paladins have been good. In which there's been plenty of that in the history of Hearthstone mm-hmm. Arena, and people were happy that that was the top class, right? We've had rogues being the top class, and people being happy about it. I think rogue is probably like the healthiest. Like when rogue is top, like people are, uh, look, people always complain about something, right? Right now, druid is the top non DK class. If you go look at like Dred's channel, he'll complain a lot about it personally, and I think for others as well. That's more tolerable than Paladins. And the, especially with the way that they were recently winning, I think that is more tolerable. Um, you know, people will be more okay with the sort of flood and buff and, and the way that druids win. So that also contributes a lot. Horror being yeah. gone. And, and none of that is new, by the way. Yeah, That's yeah. all from even the prior uh, patch. This is not a new patch thing. Uh, Paladins have been dumpster, Druid's been great, um, not Death Knight level, but great of, amongst the others since since the patch before this. Uh, this is the this this patch. What it did is it killed the top card of Death Knight, um, and uh, and buffed up Hunter and buffed up Warrior. Hunter has been skyrocketing, and I got a twelve win Hunter uh, Friday night in my first run back. That'll be on YouTube sometime this week. Um, and you can you can see just how normal the meta is. It was not an aggro hunter; it was a very mid rangey hunter. It can go deep. Um, I think I underestimated it. I thought it was only going to go six wins. Um, and in retrospect, it was a better deck that I gave it credit for. But it wasn't a twelve win deck. And we beat every death knight we saw, and uh, you know we got there um, partly through good play, partly through luck. Um, you know, as you as a normal twelve win run without a ridiculous deck goes. Uh, that was very 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 hard to do before because you eventually hit a death knight wall and now there's not really a death knight wall and when there are death knights it's a similar thing you don't have to be like oh now i'm facing death knight mode like you don't have to do that it's just it's just another class and on average it'll be a bit better than the other ones um so so the meta's back so warrior also got buffed and uh, there's been good reports coming uh, from people uh, who have tried Warrior that it's like now a playable class, whereas it used to be not a playable class. Um, but the win rates are still pretty damn low. And the thing with 
Hunter, definitely, and also I think Warrior most of the time, is that their win rates, so it hasn't settled yet, but even after it settles, the win rates for these classes are usually underestimating how good these classes are. Because people don't play them right. Especially Hunter, right? Like, nobody plays Hunter right. Even in, even in this meta, when we came out and told you right off the bat, you don't do aggro. No one does aggro. People still don't play Hunter right. Because a non-aggro Hunter still needs to be able to turn it on and go face at the right moment, right? Still needs to know when to start using the hero power, even if that is on turn 9 or turn 10. There's always a point in which you should be using the hero power every turn as Hunter. And people who get that wrong by, like, you know, a turn or two, like, lose a bunch more games than people who get it right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, like, if, you, if you've been sitting in the sidelines like we have, and we said this the last time, we have not played Arena in well over a month. Um, I have not done the prologue. Ni- neither of us. I have not done the huh? prologue. <laughs> Burps has not even done the prologue. He cannot, he cannot get access to, to Death Knight. Um... But uh, if you've been like that, uh, I've, I've jumped back in, and uh, it's been a good experience. I'll, I'll keep playing the arena. I'm, like, back now into my normal uh, arena stuff. Um, it's uh, It feels very different than the arena that I left a month ago with the patch and everything, with the Death Knights and everything. Like, Death Knights itself, as interesting as they are, couldn't keep my attention because I don't retire decks. I could have also just kept retiring decks um, until I got Death Knights. And then I think it would have been a okay experience, maybe. I don't know. Malignant Horror is just not my style. Um, but but now, it it feels like Arena again. Like, that's that's the the biggest compliment I can, uh, I can give this meta. Um, it feels like normal Hearthstone Arena again. And I did not think that was going to be possible, no matter what they did. But it turns out all you had to do was nerf all the top Death Knight cards by 85% approximately, and then bam malignant horror altogether. That's all you had to do. All you had to do. <laughs> Easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, um, we're here. It took forever and honestly way too long to get here. Uh, I understand it was the holiday season. That's not really an excuse, I think, when... The holidays ended patch. January yes. 3rd, yeah. okay? Yeah. This patch came January 19th, and this problem was known on December 14th, I want to say? Yes. Like, this is... No. So, look, hopefully we have a good learning experience about this. Hopefully, the biggest lesson, um, I-, I hope that they got out of this has nothing to do with kind of like this is the the power level this is the balance whatever i hope that they see that um you know whatever was their standard for we have to fix this yesterday this is way over that line so if Mm -hmm. if they didn't identify that at first hopefully they identify that and hopefully in the future even if there are periods in which um, you know, due to their organizational structure, due to scheduling, due to holidays, they cannot sort of uh, really do things. We have to get some sort of like a quick fix, yeah. whole in case of emergency situations. And look, I, this is not me saying like, oh, the meta is kind of bad. One class is at 55%. Another is at like, you know, 40%. Um, 
we have to pull that immediately. Like, okay, we can ride that out. You know, th th that situation I'm talking about, is it a bad meta? Yeah, it is, right? Um, but it, it, it's one in which it's not a pull in case of emergency. This was a, this is all time bad. Mm -hmm. Maybe just the worst meta of, you know, that we've ever seen. You, I think it's the worst meta to... we've seen that lasted more than two weeks. Easily. Yeah, we've the, had... The worst metas all were, were changed. They were changed weeks. very fast. Uh, I mean, the one I'm thinking of right now was the uh, the the Hunter meta, right? The yep, Hunter secret weeks. meta. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was that was changed very fast. Well, it had to... Hunter was 60% yeah. win rate. That wasn't even two weeks. That was like a week and a half, I think. It, it was super toxic. Um, yeah, and, was, as, and before it was changed, we were like, what is taking you so long? You know the problem. <laughs> like, fix yeah. it. If you guys played during that time, you know what, what I'm talking about. It's hard to explain, but yes, for a time being, Hunter and, disgustingly, non-aggro mid-range secret mm -hmm. Hunter, which you're just like, how did that work for Arena? It actually did. Mid-range secret Hunter was 60% win rate in the Arena. Mm -hmm. It was the absolute worst. It, it was totally brain dead because it ran off, like, you had to have played a secret at some time, and then on turn five, you play your curve card. And you win. And then you win the game. And then you win. And it didn't matter. You can keep trading. Like, all of those, like, important micro decisions that I like to think about as Hunter, it doesn't matter. You had Papega people who, like, only went face. Only traded. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. Like, the, mm -hmm. the Hunters just, just won. So, um, that was an incredibly infuriating, frustrating, just brain-dead meta um as well so you know uh, how people think like brain like malignant horror is brain dead that was like even more brain dead because that was just on curve yes. like totally on yes. curve um but that was changed like very very fast when you look at the relative speed of hearthstone changes that was that changed incredibly fast this was very disappointing so look at the end of the day what's done is done this did deal a lot of psychological damage to arena players <laughs> Um, if Matt London team, I think, were to take anything away, it's uh, we have to build in a, a, a pull in case of emergency lever mm -hmm. um, such that this won't happen again. Because if it happens again, I just, I don't know. Like, w the, the dozen arena players that are left, I know that they were having a really, really bad time. Um, I think it pissed off basically everybody, even like the most cheerful people. It, it just like really pissed because it was so long. You can only stay cheerful for so long doing this. And you know what? The new meta that's come in has just been way better than I thought banning Malignant Horror would would, would do. Mm -hmm. Like, so that that's also part of it. Like, looking back on it and thinking that we could have had this meta for three or four more weeks rather than the meta that we had. That is... It's, it's very sad. Um, all right. Well, that's it for for this Lightforge. Um, I, I think we may even have like mini set news uh, by the time the next for next Lightforge is going to happen, or if not, then the Lightforge after that definitely. So stuff is coming uh, down the pipeline for new content when it comes to this game. Uh, and in the meantime, like enjoy this meta. And you know what? Like if you haven't been playing for in the prior meta, understandably, like definitely jump in now. This is the real meta. Like, you kind of owe it to yourself to at least see what the devs were going for with this wild rotation. Because it wasn't the prior meta, and it wasn't the initial launch meta. This is the meta. This is it. So, uh, go, go, go check that out. And, um, you know, 
get yourself back in that arena uh, mindset before we go to a standard meta, which after one micro adjust, I think will actually be very good. Um, so that's that's coming up. All right. Uh, that's it for us today. Um, until until next week, this is Adwikta. This is Murps. See you guys. Enjoying the Light Forge? For the full rundown on Hearthstone Arena draft strategy, card review, and arena gameplay, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or twitch.tv at ADWCTA. Support the podcast by sharing us with your friends and family, or become a patron at patreon.com slash grinning goat. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next week.